So sometimes your car breaks down and you call AAA, and other times your relationships with your customers break down and you use my AAA method for re-engaging your relationships to get back in a deep, committed, connected, fun, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but I have a nine-step method that I came up with that I use to re-engage every relationship, whether email, text, social media, and it works every time like a charm. And so in today's episode, I literally break down each individual step for you, how to do it, and the three phases to do it to set you and your team up to win with any relationship with any customer in or out of your business. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Mind of George Show. Today is a Winning Wednesday episode where we talk through actionable strategies, tactics, secrets, and golden nuggets that can be implemented, utilized, and benefited from immediately. This episode is all about action and putting what you learn into practice, which is the only true way to achieve your personal and professional goals. We've covered everything from the five non-negotiable books for business leaders, which was episode 56, to Project Manage Mastery, which was episode 44, to the two most important documents in your entire business, which were episodes 62 and 83. You can find those and all the other episodes of the show at mindofgeorge.com. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. It's time to have a serious conversation about your email list. Today's episode is about re-engaging your cold email list. Or Kylie could say, your email list is not dead. It's just sleeping. It's just sleeping. Have you ever seen that movie, The Sandlot? Remember that movie? It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. But re-engaging your email list or re-engaging your customers or re-engaging any of your customers regardless of their platform reminds me for whatever reason, even though it doesn't contextually make sense, when the little kid pretends to drown so he can get CPR from the lifeguard who he has a crush on. And the way that I think about business is if somebody has trusted you enough with their email or their credit card and they're not engaging, it's their way of begging for you to lead them or pay attention to them or to guide them differently to either realize that they don't want to be in your world anymore and your journey is complete or they need you in the world to guide them and lead them because they trusted you already. And so literally I created, this is proprietary to me, but I created the nine step method. So I call it the nine step AAA method. And I say that AAA is not just when your car breaks down. It's also for when your relationships break down in your company. And quite frankly, it also applies to your team culture, to your other relationships. But in this lens, we're going to be talking about how it applies into your business and into the relationship with your customers. Okay. And so I think the most important thing to remember with all of this is that none of this is permanent. Let's say you have an email list and you stopped emailing them. Your list isn't dead. It just needs CPR. It needs to be revived. It needs to be brought back to life. If you were consistently on social media and then disappeared for 90 days, you don't delete social media. You re-engage. You lean back in with a plan to get the blood pumping again and then to keep it pumping. And so it's really important to understand that when it comes to our business, regardless of your business, engagement is basically the art of a relationship. What we're really talking about is how to keep a relationship fresh, how to keep a relationship exciting, how to keep it connected, how to keep it valuable, how to keep it moving forward. And just like anything, 
if we do not pay attention to it, it tends to become stale. It be, tends to become stagnant. It be, tends to lose, like it, it tends to lose its allure, its excitement. And so we need to be paying attention. And in my opinion, my expert, non-expert, whatever you want to label me opinion, I don't think there's any better place to be attentive of a relationship than the place where the people who you're tending to are the ones who keep your business running. Like we're talking about loving and nurturing the people who pay your bills, who pay your employees' bills, who are the ones that are responsible for your company going from five to six figures, six to seven figures, seven to eight figures, eight to nine figures, and nine to 10 figures. Because newsflash, without customers, you can't grow a business. And in my opinion, this is the most important thing to understand And it's the most important tool to have in your toolbox in any area of your life or business because you will always need the ability to be in a relationship with your customers and to understand that game and a plan for if it does get quiet or if it does go soft or something happens and you have to re-engage. So that's why I created this nine-step process. So I call it the nine-step AAA method. And it's not just for when your car breaks down, it's also for when your relationships break down. But when I think about re-engaging buckets, you can apply this in a lot of places. You can apply this to your email marketing. You can apply this to your social media. You can apply this to your mastermind. You can apply this to coaching clients. You can apply this anywhere that you have a customer or you communicate with a customer. Let's say you have a text list. Let's say you have a many chat sequence. Like it really doesn't matter on the communication modality, what matters deeper is the relationship with your customers. And so one of the most important things to remember when you are re-engaging a new audience, it's not to focus on width, it's to focus on depth. And so when you are trying to re-engage, you have to own the container, you have to own the relationship and you need to be able to be in it. And so if you're going to re-engage your audience and let's say you haven't shown up on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and email, you cannot re-engage all of them at the same time. You have to go deep, not wide. So you have to pick one platform, not eight. And so you would choose that platform based on order of priority. All right. So let's say you're looking at your business and you're like, God, we haven't been there on Instagram. It needs a refresh, but we also haven't been there on email and people are actively buying. Let's prioritize our email. And you make a plan to re-engage your email. And then when it's complete and when it's operational is when you move into the next bucket. But when it comes to re-engaging, depth wins, not width. Nobody wants to re-engage a relationship with shallowness. They want depth. They want to feel safe. You have to recondition trust. You have to renegotiate the confines of the relationship because everything's a contract, whether we realize it or not. And by contract, when we get into a relationship with our customers, they have an expectation of us based on our agreement. And if that's broken, it's our job to renegotiate it. It's our job to reinsert it. It's our job to rekindle it, which requires a longer amount of time to gain it back than it did to have it in the first place or lose it. And so you have to focus on depth. And so when I think about these, I think about these in kind of buckets, right? And so I always think about the first 30 days The first 30 days of re-engagement is to re-establish a new baseline of the relationship. But this is what's really important. I said re-establish a new baseline of the relationship. Don't compensate for the lack of relationship that was there because it's going to feel inauthentic and fake. So for example, if you promised your audience that you would email them every day and you just stopped emailing them, do not just start emailing them every day again. You would want to set a new maintainable baseline that feels safe and natural. 
you told everybody you're going to go live every day and you disappear, do not start going live again every day. It's always easier to speed up, but you can't ever slow down. And so what you want to do is you want to reestablish a new baseline, a safe baseline, safe expectations, ones that are no matter what sustainable, because what you need to reassert is that this is permanent. Like no matter what, I'm going to get you once a week, no matter what. You can rest your head on it. You can feel safe. I'm going to email you once a week. And they're like, yeah, that's possible. But if you come out of the gate, like I'm going to email you every day again, and you already did that and stopped, it's going to scream red flag and it's not going to work. And so the first 30 days is about reestablishing a new baseline relationship. And what I said, and I'm going to say it again, is do not overcommit to make up for what was in the past. Don't overcommit to compensate. Don't do any of that. It will not have a positive impact. And so the first 30 days of any re-engagement is to re-establish a new baseline relationship, to get consistent and safe touch points that create a new baseline that allow us to then open into new possibilities. And so then the next 30 days is all about the enhancement, surprising, and delighting. See, if you come out of the gate in the beginning and the first thing is, oh my God, I haven't emailed them. Let me give them a gift. They're going to feel like they're getting bought back. If you come out of the gate over-promising, it'll be like, oh, this isn't sustainable. But if you spend the first 30 days reestablishing a new baseline relationship, and then after that consistency is there, let's say it was two emails a week, that's eight emails. Oh, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same. Then I can enhance. I can send a bonus email without making it a part of the schedule. I can send a third email that one week with a surprise. I can send a gift. I can surprise and delight. I can throw bonuses in because I am stacking it on top of a renegotiated or reestablished baseline relationship. And so before I go through the nine steps, I want you to understand that you have to think about it in those buckets. And so remember, it's about re-engaging an audience. So in the first 30 days, what you want to focus on is re-establishing a baseline relationship, a baseline control, a no matter what, you can rest your head knowing you're going to get an email every Friday or knowing we're going to have a new piece of content every Friday or knowing we're going to drop a new episode every Friday. So people can start to trust and feel safe and collect consistency over intensity to have that deep relationship. And then once that baseline is established in that next 30 days is when you want to enhance surprise and delight. But notice how I didn't say turn up the consistency. You want to enhance surprise and delight. So it's, hey, we're really here. Look, we've done it. We've done it. We've done it. And then only when you're out of that 30 days, that second 30 days, you get into phase three. And phase three is when you ramp up the volume or you ramp up the intensity. Because if you've been consistent for 60 days and you surprise and delight and you got it, you've reestablished this baseline. And then at that point, phase three is amplification where you can turn up the volume to anything that you're sustainable with, that you can turn up your email cadence or your episode cadence or your video cadence. But it's really important that you break it down into those buckets or you'll overextend, they won't trust, and a lot of those different reasons that I covered earlier in the episode. So now I'm going to break down the nine steps for you. And as you break down, as I break down these nine steps, they're going to make sense to you. You already know the buckets. Bucket number one, look at them in a 90-day bucket. So three phases. Phase one, 30 days. Phase one is I'm going to reestablish a new baseline relationship. That is phase one. Phase two is I'm going to enhance surprise and delight. I'm going to enhance surprise and delight. 
And then phase three, I'm going to intensify. I'm going to turn up the amplitude. I'm going to turn up the volume. I'm going to do something along those lines. And so just so you know, the AAA, what the AAA stands for is awareness, adjustments, and articulation. So that's why I call it the AAA method. And so we're going to go through the nine steps and you're going to see that those fit into those nine steps, but it's awareness and then it's adjustments and then it's articulation. And so phase one, that first 30 days, reestablish a baseline. Phase two, the next 30 days is enhance surprise and delight. And then phase three and that 30 days and beyond is amplify, turn up the volume, whatever it is that lands for you in that word. Okay. And so here's the nine steps. I'm going to talk you through them, write them down, reference them. I'm sure they're in the blog post on this post. If you haven't been to the website, every episode is at mindofgeorge.com with the episode and the show notes. I actually never talk about the show notes, but everything is at mindofgeorge.com. And I think I have some uh, reference material for this inside the Facebook group as well. So step number one, of your nine steps. Step number one is become aware. I know that sounds really silly, but become aware, which means you have to remove yourself from the ride and you have to watch, right? So you can't be in the doing this. You have to have a reflection time or as Keith Cunningham calls a thinking time. You need to set apart some time and you need to become aware of what's happening. Like, why is this happening in the first place? Why did we stop engaging? You just need to bring awareness to I'm looking for the ingredients here. I'm not trying to solve anything. I'm just trying to pay attention and collect as many inputs as I can as to how I ended up in this situation. So step one is to become aware. Step two is to explore why you stopped. So there was at some point an existing relationship, an existing contract, an existing promise. I'm going to go live every day. I'm going to send an email every day. I'm going to you know, drop a new episode three times a week. I'm going to blank. I'm going to insert whatever it is for you. And you get to explore why you stopped. And you get to do this without beating yourself up. No fault, no blame, no guilt, no shame. But you have to look at it and be like, wow, why did I stop? Did I stretch myself too thin? Did I overwhelm myself? Did I not plan accordingly? Did I not have a big buffer? Did I do something that wasn't my queen bee role that I should have hired out? Did I overpromise and overdeliver without the need of my customer? Did I stretch myself because I was compensating for something else? So you have to look at, at a very high and very granular level, why you stopped, what made it stop? What was it that broke the contract of the existing relationship that now we're having to re-engage from? And you get to look at it, involve yourself, involve your team. And sometimes you can even involve your customers if it makes sense. So step one is become aware. Step two is explore why you stopped. Step three is to forgive yourself and to forgive your team. Step three is to forgive yourself and to forgive your team. And this is imperative. It may sound esoteric. It may sound woo-woo. But unless you forgive yourself and you forgive your team, you will recreate the same issue over and over again. And none of this is an issue. It's just information. Business is a game of inputs into a process that creates an output. And so if you get an undesirable output, you have to then go back and look at the process and the inputs and figure out which one you should adjust to create a desirable output. But none of it's personal. None of it is worth carrying a chip on your shoulder and none of it's going to help you win if you're beating yourself up or coming from a place of resentment or guilt or fault or blame or shame. So step number three 
is you need to forgive yourself and you need to forgive your team. Okay. So that is what I consider to be the awareness phase. So the first three steps is the awareness phase. You become aware of how this all happened. You explore why you stopped. And then step three is you forgive yourself and you forgive your team. Okay. And then step four starts the adjustment phase. And the adjustment phase is really this. Step number four is you have to develop a new plan. You need to make a plan so you can succeed. And I literally can't get cliches out of my head. And I feel like such a tool sometimes. <laughs> but if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I had to say it. I knew you were thinking it, but I had to say it. But step four is you develop a new plan. And when you develop this new plan, you want to look at this plan and you want to make sure that it sets you up to be consistent and it's simple. The best strategies and tactics, as I air quote, is simplicity and consistency. Nothing will ever beat simplicity and consistency. I don't care how many ways you wrap it, but simplicity and consistency. So step number four is develop a new plan. Step number four is develop a new plan. Okay. That's the adjustment. First step of the adjustment. Step number five is you need to acknowledge what happened. You need to acknowledge. You need to acknowledge to yourself you need to acknowledge to your team and you need to acknowledge to your customers. The most important part, no excuses or justifications. No excuses or justifications. Be like, I know I said I was going to email you every day, but I just got tired and I was over. No, none of it. I made a commitment to you and I failed to maintain that commitment. Now we go into step six, which is state my commitment going forward. Step number six is my commitment going forward. And two really important notes about this is your commitment moving forward needs to set you up to win. And then you get to make contracts and agreements that allow you to do it with ease and it feels natural. And what I mean by contracts and agreements with your customers or with your team, right? Like you might tell your team, hey, it's never going to happen again. We'll do five videos in a week. And your team's looking at you. There's no way you can do five videos in a week. I know your schedule. I know what you do. And they're like, no. And so step number six with stating your commitment going forward is you need to set yourself up to win with step number four, which is consistency and simplicity. And so you want to make agreements that you allow to do it with ease and it feels natural, right? It might not feel natural to record a podcast every day, but it might feel natural to record an Instagram story every day, or it might feel unnatural to record a scripted video once a week, but you can go live once a week and that feels good to you. You need to set yourself up to win. And so in the adjustments phase, in the adjustments phase, it's step number five or step number four is develop a new plan with consistency and simplicity. Step number five is making sure that you acknowledge where you came from and where you're going with no excuses or justifications. And then step number six is you're going to have the ability to state your commitment going forward to yourself, to your team, and to your customers, which then brings us into the third A, which is articulation. And then step number seven is communicating what the upcoming weeks will look like. Step number eight is opening door to communication and feedback. And step number nine is maintaining the schedule. Okay. And so what does this look like? And so when you go through steps number four, five, and six in the adjustment phase, what you're doing is you're getting all the information to set yourself up to win. So if you're planning on re-engaging your email list, you're going to communicate that on email, but you need to have the ingredients. So step number four is you would develop the new plan with that was set up with consistency and simplicity. So you'd have the plan. And then with the plan, you'd be able to acknowledge what happened 
And then step six is you have that commitment going forward, which is the plan. So then you would have the ingredients to write an email. You're like, ah, all right, here's the deal. Here's the plan. I'm making my commit. Here's the plan. And you pick whatever order you do this. Email could be like, I just want to say, I'm sorry. I made a promise to you that I was going to email you every week. And we simply stopped emailing you. No excuses, no stories. I just simply didn't prioritize email. And I feel horrible and I want to be emailing you. So here is the new plan. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing this. And here's my commitment to you moving forward. And then that's it. You literally make your commitment moving forward. And so in those three steps, number four, five, and six, you clearly have a plan, which helps you be aware. You've acknowledged what got in the way, and then you give them a commitment moving forward, which is you basically committing to reestablish that baseline relationship in the first 30 days. And so then... Step number seven is communicate what uh, the upcoming weeks will look like. This is you setting the expectation for that new baseline. And so you're like, hey, and part of that plan is that I'm going to be emailing you every Friday at 7 a.m. So keep your eyes peeled. Here's the subject lines and what's going to be in them. And you're basically setting this container and renegotiating a relationship and setting yourself up to win by communicating what the weeks will look like and how they're going to be able to engage. And then you can literally go to step eight, which is, and I just want you to know, you can hit reply to this email and let me know how you feel. Give me your feedback. Let me know if I missed anything. I want you to know that I'm in a relationship with you or our team is in a relationship with you and we're doing this with you. So yes, I apologize, but please let me know. How can we be better? How can we serve you? What would fill your bucket? What would support your needs? And you open up that communication and feedback in step eight. And then step nine is you maintain the schedule. Right, And so let's say you were going on social media and doing a live video a day and this all happened. Well, you would go through the same steps. You become aware of it. Number two is you explore why you stopped. Number three is you forgive yourself and you forgive your team. So then step number four is you or you and your team develop a new plan that's focused on consistency and simplicity. You acknowledge it to yourself and then to your team so you can then acknowledge it to your customers. Then you get really clear on what your commitment is moving forward to your customers And so then you go on Instagram live or you go on Facebook live and you're like, Hey, listen, let me acknowledge this. Here's the new plan. Here's my commitment. Here's what the next 30 days or next 60 days or next 90 days is going to look like. I would love your feedback and would love for you to let us know how to do this with you. And then you maintain the schedule. And so in summary, on a podcast, unless you're watching the video, you've been reading me, watch me read my notes because I don't have this one memorized off the top of my head yet. But that is the AAA method, the AAA nine-step method. So the AAA is for awareness, adjustments, and articulation. And then the nine steps are what I listed below. So I'm going to summarize this for you really quickly. So when you think about re-engagement, you want to do your re-engagement in three phases. Phase one is reestablish a baseline relationship. Phase two is enhance, surprise, and delight on top of that baseline relationship. And then phase three is amplify or turn the volume up on that baseline if you determine it's effective or you maintain it moving forward. So those are the three phases. And then in those phases to get started, step one with the awareness, you start before you implement those phases. So step one is become aware. Step two is explore why you stopped. Step three is forgive yourself and forgive your team. Then you move into the adjustment section. And adjustments are 
Develop your new plan that's focused on consistency and simplicity. Acknowledge it with no excuses or justification and state your commitment going forward. So get clear on your commitment going forward, which then gives you the ingredients to move into step the third A, which is articulation. So then you let your customers know, hey, here's what we did. Here's what happened. Here's our new plan. Here's our commitment going forward. And here is what the upcoming weeks will look like. I'm open to communication feedback. Let me know how I can support you. Boom, boom. And nine is maintain that schedule. And so that is my AAA or my nine-step method for re-engaging your audience, right? It's my AAA for not when your car breaks down, but when your relationships break down. It's the way to give mouth-to-mouth or CPR to your customer base that's begging for you to help them breathe. It's my way of putting a container and having a plan to understand that relationships is science and art, but relationships only work when you focus on them. And this is the easiest way to maintain focus on your relationship and get it going again, even if it's become stagnant, even if it's become stale, even if it's non-existent. This is the best way and the only way, in my opinion, based on me doing this umpteen amount of times to get this going again and to breathe life back in to that relationship. So that's what I got for you today. It's a winning Wednesday. I didn't say that at the beginning. I probably said it in the intro, but that's what I got today. I would love to hear your thoughts. Love to hear your feedback, of course. Hit me up on Instagram. Send me a DM. Hit me up on Facebook. Go in the Facebook group. Tell all your friends about the podcast. But that's what I got for you guys today. I love you all. Remember that relationships will always be diagrams, and I will either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earbuds. But now it's time. It's time for that beautiful outro. Cue it now. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.